If you have a medical mystery or require a remedy, then you need our one and only P-Play physician, Dr D. Dr D's advice is purely educational and he always encourages you to see a GP. Dr D in the studio once again. Hello, Michael. How are you? Very well, thanks. You're still a P-Plater. Uh, after last week. I know, it's a bit embarrassing, but I think it's probably safe if I stay on my face, <laughs> I think. But we're, we're now on the second phase. So you can there, mate. You're doing well. Yeah, yeah. Now, it, we've known each other actually quite a long time. Yes. How many years now would it be? Um, we would have known it. We would have known maybe of each other yep. in year eight at high school. Yep. So yep. how old are you then? 13. So uh, 16 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew you better mm. when we had a year nine math together. Mm-hmm. We sat next to each other, and yes. so that's when I actually got to know you better as a person. Yeah, uh, and you've always been you've always been uh, just a great guy, and you've kept that I going. Saw you, Mike. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but you kept that going because you've been a part of the show for nearly whoa, six years, yeah. five six years now. Yeah, uh, and I thanks I thank you for that and for no, answering all our questions. It's actually been like um like really quite fun and um it kind of gives me a bit of a challenge every week to kind of, you know, keep thinking about things in a different way they would at work because I guess the people when people ask questions about oh what causes this or what causes that or what's the go with this. It's not necessarily the things that you come into hospital with um when you're like, you know, treating patients. It's just more for the the knowledge around um, like the medical world, things that people don't necessarily need to see a doctor to get understood and to um, find out, but um, still kind of like cause them to question, oh, what is this thing? Why are you a doctor? I don't think I've ever asked you that. You were always an incredibly studious guy. You did very well at school. And yeah, a bit of a stereotype, really. But, <laughs> oh, the smart guy at school when he became a doctor. And was it, is, did it sort of start that way? And that you were like, I'll do the best thing I can do. Or did you go, no, I, I want to be a doctor? No, I, to be honest, I felt, um, I felt a bit of pressure in high school mm. in terms of, you know, I think people expected that like, oh, he's a smart guy. He's going to go, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, so I left high school being like, I don't want to be a doctor. I just want to, you know, figure out what I want to do. Um, I liked, you know, sciences in general. I'll just kind of learn about sciences and find where it takes me. Um, so then I did, I went into uni, um, I was studying a bit, um, and I was like, okay, cool, cool. All this learning is really interesting. Um, especially about like the human body and the way that, um, research can help to help people out. Really cool. Takes a long time though. Takes a long time yeah. to get research out there. Wouldn't it be good if we could like um, use the information that medical research produces like quickly to be able to help people, which is being a doctor. And, <laughs> <laughs> and there was this moment in um, undergrad where I was just like, oh, 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 okay. All right. No, I, I do want to do it. I don't want to, I want to do it. I want to do it. On this sort of new chapter of Dr. D, as you move into the 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 realm of the mind and that's a that's a space that you you very much leave to other professionals when you talk to your friends and family like please go see somebody else this it's important that we are friends yes yep yeah it's uh oh it's so important it's so um i think i think for people who you know want to help out with people i think they're all doing the right things in terms of when somebody needs your emotional support, you can be there for them. You can talk to them through things, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what do you need? What do you 
need me to get? How can I help you get through this? That's all really great. That's And that's what you do is a, a friend or support or a loved one. But like in my role as like, like a doctor or a mental health doctor, when I'm kind of really getting into the nitty gritty of what's going on for a person and trying to pull it into a story that makes sense for them and then um, gently allow really, you know, um, hard feelings to come up or see how we go with medication to be able to manage all of that. That's a bit different because I guess it's not the thing that you would do in terms of just being a support person. Mm. Um, and I think there's uh, a differential in like the role in that if I'm holding the role as like doctor, I'm, I can't be your friend. And if I'm holding the role as a friend, I can't be your doctor. I've really enjoyed this. I've enjoyed this discussion about sort of your journey to here and 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 your view on the on the profession and your role with other people and it's just it's it's really good insight that I think we don't often sort of get from doctors because when you go to see a doctor it's so time pressured it's they're time pressured yeah. and they're in that work mode yeah not friend mode correct so they're not going to tell you this to you to the patient no of course no not. <laughs> yeah so this has been great thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me.